G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. We're going to be talking about surfing and, in specific, Christian surfing and your opportunity to join our conversation today. You'll be able to call us. We'll open up our talkback lines from now, one 800 Now, you might like to tell us your favourite surf break or you might have an experience as a Christian surfer. In fact, what's the biggest wave that you have ever surfed? And is surf and beach culture something that Christians should reach out to? You can participate in our conversation. Our number is one eight hundred eighty eight zero eighty seven six. Love to hear from you. One eight hundred eighty eight zero eighty seven six. Well, we're going to be talking surfing, so let's welcome our guest for the hour, Steve Bailey from Christian Surfers Australia. Hi, Steve. Welcome to twenty twenty. Yeah, good morning. How are you? I'm very well. You are in WA, so uh, uh, there's a big surf culture in WA. In fact, you're getting ready for the Margaret River Pro, which is on, I think, is it just next week? Uh, Yeah, that's right. It starts from August 2nd to the 13th of April uh, down at Margaret River Point there, yeah. What sort of things are you doing, putting together an outreach team? Uh, Yeah, so probably a bit over the last 10 years we've had a team that's been invited to surf at the event. And um, it's a great opportunity for Christian surfers to be salt and light uh, down at uh, one of the World Tour events of the year. And, uh, yeah, it's a a great opportunity. We we basically are there to um, be Jesus with skin on and help in any way that we can and serve. And um, basically, with no strings attached, a lot of the culture around surf comps is what people can get out of it and our... Our ethos is to go there and with no strings attached and just to serve and, and bless the event. Steve, want to invite our listeners to contribute to our conversation as we talk about Christian surfers and uh, the number one eight hundred eighty eight zero eighty seven six. Uh, if listeners want to contribute. But uh, Christian Surfers Australia, it's one of the big uh, success stories because what was formed here in Australia really has spread out around the world. Uh, do, can you give us a bit of a, in a nutshell, history? Yeah, well, we had our first national gathering probably back, or back in 1983, so a bit over 30 years ago. And uh, around the year uh, uh, 1999, the, the founder and current national director felt the call to try and incorporate a bunch of different surf ministries around the world uh, under one umbrella um, called Christian Surfers International. So he travelled the world with his family and three young children at the time for nearly a year and um, just connected with these different ministries and and formed Christian Surfers International. So that's been the um, that's the, the international umbrella um, mission and they're in a bit of, there's about I think twenty six affiliated countries now around the world. So. Okay, twenty six countries around the world. Uh, countries like I know New Zealand has a Christian surfers. I know there's Christian surfers in the US, yep. uh, which some would say would be like you know one of the hubs for world surfing. Uh, where else? Uh, United Kingdom. 
Uh, yes, the UK, uh, France. Um, there's a few of the European countries. Forgive me if I don't remember them all. Um, but some, even the landlocked countries, have Christian surfers uh, in them as they travel to the coast to surf. Um, around Europe, there's Africa. In South Africa, they're called Sun Surf. Um, all through South America, um, we've had people plant missions from Australia, move cross culturally to Japan, and also Mexico, and and other places around the world. And um, yeah, so it's sort of spread everywhere. Or well, Steve, everywhere. a lot to talk about this hour, and uh, I'm really looking forward to our conversation. We're going to talk about even surf music, because uh, there's an Australian brand of Christian surf music that's about to hit the scene. And there's an interesting little aside here, and uh, we'll come back and continue our conversation, but uh, the original surfer has to be Jesus Christ, who was able to walk on water. Is that sort of joke get around uh, in Christian surfers these days? Ah, uh, yeah, it's, a, it's an oldie but a goodie, yeah. All right, we'll continue our conversation inviting listeners to give us a call and tell us your favourite surf break uh, wherever you might be around the nation. Uh, you can also tell us about your experience as a Christian surfer. Uh, tell us the biggest wave you have ever surfed. Uh, you can tell us about the fear you might have overcome in getting out in the big surf. And is surf and beach culture something that you think Christians should reach out to? It's Neil Johnson with you on 2020, our special guest this this hour is Steve Bailey, and we're talking to Steve from WA, where he is the head of Christian Surfers Australia. Steve, tell me about your early surfing experience, and do you have a favourite surf break somewhere there in WA? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I um I grew up in the northern suburbs of Perth on a beachside suburb called Waterman's Bay, and uh, from about the age of five, uh, my dad was a surfer and got us down the beach a fair bit, and once he got us down there, it was pretty hard to get us away. And that's pretty much been my life. I love the waves. I love the ocean. And the, um, the surfing culture is very much uh, runs through my veins, I suppose you could say. But, um, yeah, I was always on the beach as a young guy. And uh, school was not always the highest priority if the waves were, waves were uh, on. But, um, yeah, I managed to get through all that. But as I got older, um, yeah, just got a... Uh, uh, passion, I suppose, for bigger waves, and I love love the waves down south here where I live, uh, just near Margaret River. And um, yeah, I suppose probably a favourite spot. I got a couple of really favourite ones down here. Uh, a place called Left Handers, um, which is a great wave down uh, south to, near Gracetown, um, infa- infamously known for a couple of shark attacks recently. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some great, fantastic waves around that area, and probably the local that I surf the most is, uh, yeah, just a place up here called Bears, uh, which is a yeah, fantastic little spot, not too far from where I live. So now, should I assume that you've uh, travelled around the country and surfed a number of the famous surf breaks around Australia? Yeah, I've been very blessed to be able to travel, uh, travel pretty much all like, wherever there's waves in Australia. I've pretty much been able to uh, get there and um, visit the Christian surfers that live there, but also, um, yeah, connect with some of the 
um, the surf communities around the country. So, yeah. Okay, well, let's uh, not be too competitive about this, but uh, you've mentioned some surf breaks there in WA. Uh, There might be some listeners who might have a favourite surf break uh, in another state. Why don't you give us a call? Let us know which one it is. 1-800-880-876-1-800-880-876. I should tell you about my, uh, my surfing experience, which is probably a little bit embarrassing, actually. Uh, are you interested in hearing that, Steve? I... Oh, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> when I was a uh, a teenager, I moved to the Gold Coast in Queensland, and uh, and the hours that I was working at the time, and I, I worked for a radio station there. It was a really popular radio station, but I was the night announcer, so I had mornings free, and I thought, well, I better get into some surfing since I live on the Gold Coast. So I went and I bought a surfboard. Now, I bought a second-hand surfboard. So it wasn't uh, necessarily a uh, a fabulous uh, high-tech one. It was just a mono-fin surfboard. Uh, And I had an old uh, gold Kingswood with a white roof on it. And I think I I shied away from actually buying roof racks, uh, board racks, uh, because I think the board racks probably would have cost me more than the surfboard at the time. So I used to drive around with my surfboard, but it used to stick out the window on the back seat. So uh, I wasn't much of a surfer. I had a go, and uh, yes, I could stand up, uh, barely, uh, but uh, that was my early su- uh, surfing experience. So not a fabulous surfer, but I do appreciate there there is a really wonderful feeling of being out there in the waves and enjoying that surf. Uh, it is something that uh, that people just gets in their blood, isn't it? So surfers, there's just something about the ocean. Absolutely. Absolutely. What sort of vintage are we talking about? Oh, we're talking about early there. 80s, early 1980s when I say that. Uh, yeah. These days I'm uh, I'm 49 pushing 50, but uh, we're talking back to my uh, late teenage years, uh, early 20s, but uh, that was my surfing experience. Uh, yeah. Oh, mate, it's never too late. You should get back into it. <laughs> Great waves around. Let me talk about ages of surfers. Uh, what is the typical age of people who are a part of Christian Surfers Australia? Um, well, that, that's something that's changed massively across uh, the last few years in, in Australia. Um, the surfing demographic um, has changed from uh, when you were getting out in the water. Um, most of the surfers were teenagers uh, into the early 20s. You, you didn't find very many older guys out in the water. These days, the, the surfing community ranges from microgroms. We have some different microgroms uh events or uh, missions that run so the focus of them is young kids who are primary school age and younger that want to learn to surf and their parents are a part of that whole mix and they get out there and uh, in in the white water and some of them uh, going on really well and surfing really well so through through to older guys in their 60s and 70s that are still out in the water there's a guy that surfs out in bears who's in his 70s and he's out there no matter what the surf's like he's always there and, uh, yeah, so it's a massive demographic now from the whole age. age ah. and so. Okay, when you say people in their 60s and 70s, are yep. these people members of Christian Surfers Australia or do you find they're a little on the outer and uh, it's young people typically who are members of your associations? Uh, no, that, that used to be the case um, a few years ago, but we've been working very hard to um, try and keep people involved in Christian surfers throughout their whole surfing life so um, providing an opportunity and a place that they can um, they can 
be Christians in the surf community where they live, no matter how old or what sex or what sort of um, surf craft they ride, that there's a place uh, for them to be a part of it. So we've been encouraging guys to be a, a part of it. They will surf still and they get out to their local beach and they hang out with guys that they know have known for years and uh, some of those guys might not know Jesus and they're the perfect people to be able to share the love of Christ with them. So. Now, so many activities that are undertaken in the various uh, Christian surfers around the nation. You do day trips, uh, you have surf camps, uh, there's movie nights and Bible studies. You guys really are very much uh, the discipleship focus uh, for a lot of people who are surfers. Yeah, absolutely. For for a lot of surfers, um, the church is a very foreign culture and a very foreign... Well, for a lot of Australians these days, it's a very uh, foreign culture and, and worlds away from their lives. And if we can help... Uh, in, you know, as introducing them to Christ and discipling them along that journey um, and getting them connected with local churches where they live and being a part of Christian communities where they are, um, that's, that's very much what we're about. We, we want to see people uh, come to know Christ and, uh, and start a journey of faith and follow him. I guess most people might think of Christian surfers as local gatherings, but there are all sorts of national gatherings that you guys are running too. In fact, yeah. Easter time's a big focus for you this year. Yeah, absolutely. Every Easter we have our national gathering, uh, which is a great, great time of getting the whole CS family together. And yeah, so it's over Easter, April 17 to 21. It's in my hometown here and um, just in Bustledon there. And yeah, so we're looking for... Um, yeah, looking for a great weekend. Uh, we have a, um, a bloke by the name of Guy Omrod, who's going to be our key speaker from the Gold Coast, and uh, he's a former pro surfer and uh, chaplain and pastor uh, on the Gold Coast. So he's our, our key speaker for that for that weekend. But it's a great weekend of surfing and, uh, and teaching and worship. And one of the real highlights is we do a dawn service and a paddle out. Um, this year we could be doing that at Yelling Up um, in the lagoon at Yelling Up, and we'll just be paddling out. Uh, we form a cross out in the water, and we pray for the surfers of our nation. You're on 2020. It's Neil Johnson with you. Our special guest this hour, Steve Bailey, who's in WA. We're talking about Christian surfers. Steve heads up Christian Surfers Australia. And uh, in 25 countries around the world, it's just been a huge uh, testimony as the way that Christian surfers have spread out around the world. Steve... Amongst all of the fun, amongst getting out in the waves, there's a serious side to Christian surfers. You guys are really into levels of discipleship and uh, you like to get into chaplaincy, uh, chaplains at world tour events. That's one of the areas of ministry that you guys like to excel in. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It's um, a great opportunity to be able to uh, have people serve at events in a chaplaincy role. Yeah. And, of course, other areas like uh, where you've got your paddle against poverty, you, uh, you're you involved in some levels of social justice and getting out there and uh, and raising some funds for people who are in trouble? Yeah, that's, that's another great area. Um, I suppose across the surf culture is so diverse. There's so many different people um, coming from many different walks of life um, that are involved in Christian surfers. And we're... We're about trying to provide opportunities for them to serve God where they can. So you just mentioned chaplaincy, and we have many people who have such a pastoral heart that want to be out and about uh, in local board riders clubs through to world tour events, um, 
just being available to bless and, and help people and um, you know that's a great opportunity and the paddle paddle against poverty are a great initiative um, these guys have been well the, the paddle against poverty have been going for quite a few years now and um, they, they've sent um, raised quite a, I don't know the exact figure but quite a lot of money over the years and um, a lot of that's gone to different organizations like compassion and world vision um, a couple of years ago we sent quite a bit of money to Japan for the tsunami relief and uh, Queensland last year they had a paddle against poverty where they raised money to build 14 homes in Semarang I hope I pronounced that right in Indonesia which was a compassion project up there but um, yeah our next one's coming up on the 10th of May down in uh, North Wollongong and yeah if you're keen to find a bit more about that you can uh, have a look on our website um, under the ministries tab and it'll show it or you can um, if you're a Facebooker, to get on the North Wollongong Christian Surfers Facebook and there's a heap of information there about how you can be involved if you want to get out there on the board and, uh, and paddle the distance, I think about 10Ks or so, and, you know, or you can donate money to help, which will go to a great cause. Maybe you should get out there, Neil, and get on the paddle board. <laughs> uh, well, uh, don't hold me to it. But look, when we talk about... Let me come back to chaplaincy for a moment. Uh, when we talked about chaplaincy at World Tour events, is there an official chaplain for these World Tour events? Um, yeah, there's a, a guy uh, called Abe Andrews who's uh, based up in the uh, Sunshine Coast in Queensland. And, yeah, he's been the World Tour chaplain for the last five years, I think it is. Um, but, yeah, once again, there's a bunch of information about chaplaincy on our website. Um, so Abe uh, is also a regional chaplain for the Australasian region, so he helps find event chaplains and he does uh, training. We have a partnership with Sports Chaplaincy Australia. So all our chaplains, um, if you want to be involved in chaplaincy in an official capacity then you must do the the sports chaplaincy training so that we know that the people who are on the ground are of um, quality and trained and know what to do Uh, they're not just you know going to make a mess of things Um, we're pretty serious about having the right people in those roles and um, yeah there's a a bunch of information once again on our website um, around how to get involved if you if you're feeling like that's your heart and you want to be involved in surf chaplaincy um, you pretty much need to be a surfer um, but um, other than that, and a, and a heart for people and, and, uh, and to care for them and help them nurture them. So, yeah. And, of course, there's a lot of people uh, who are following those tour events around the world. And uh, there's obviously opportunities there for chaplains uh, to be involved in all of the circumstances that would typically arise uh, when there is a world tour event on. Yeah, that's right. Well, um, the, the chaplaincy... Uh, aspect of it is uh, so Abe will travel with the, the men's world tour there's a, a lady from the US who um, travels with the women's world tour um, we have a young girl um, from uh, Sydney's Northern Beaches who travels with some of the women's WQS so that's the qualifying um, series so that's they're the events that they have to win or do very well at to get onto the world tour so she travels with those guys and uh, and it yeah now, travelling travelling with tour events is all very exciting, but uh, over the years there's been a series of Jesus Pro-Am events that have been held, I think, is it not just in Australia, but in different places around the world? Uh, tell us about uh, the Jesus history, the Jesus Pro-Am history. And I know there's, there's one that's planned, but nothing's in concrete yet. 
Yeah, it has a very long history, pretty much as long as the organisation, um, Jesus uh, Pro-Ams, or sometimes they've been called Jesus Surf Classics, uh, different uh, different sort of works on the name. But yeah, so they've held them in the UK and uh, New Zealand has run them in the past and the US actually had a series which was uh, quite a few events across the guy was set aside to do that. And um, so here in the past we've had up to three or four different um, pro-ams around the country in one year. Um, but yeah, at present um, we, we've got great um, great plans for the event, but we just uh, because most things are, are scheduled a year in advance, because we want to be a blessing to Surfing Australia and the other event organisers, their plans are set in. St- you know, we don't want to con- conflict with their plans and that sort of thing. So, yeah, we're looking at 2015 to get uh, an event rolling again. And um, the the main reason we do this is because um, a lot of the professional events are uh, very hard um, events, very the competition is the main focus and this is a way that Christian surfers can bless a lot of those guys um, other than chaplaincy this is a, a way that we can bless those guys by putting on an event that can uh, encourage these guys it has a great involves local churches to be a part of the event um, come down and help out in different ways and stuff like that and this was actually the first uh, a few years ago Jesus Proans was the first um, uh, pro-am event um, in Australia surfing event that offered equal prize money for women's and for men's surfers so most of the time the women's prize pools a lot less than the men's and these were the first events that actually that's one of our policies the women's and men's prize pool is the same um, across the board so well we're going to come back and talk some more about women and surfing because uh, there's been some big developments there not only in the uh, way that the mainstream surfing has really uh, risen when it comes to women's surfing but uh, we'll talk some more about uh, what Christian Surfers Australia are doing about women's surfing too we'll come back and talk some more in just a few moments it's Neil with you on 2020 Steve Bailey from Christian Surfers Australia is our guest uh, Steve let's take a listener call or two Hi, welcome to 2020. Uh, what's your uh, connection with surfing? Is that Josh from Exmouth in WA? Uh, yep, yeah. Um, I was actually uh, saved through Christian Surface, so I thought I'd better ring up and just testify what an awesome job uh, Steve and the guys do from Christian Surfers and uh, just encourage them to keep it up. And also um, just encourage any listeners out there, uh, grandparents or parents and all that, who um, have... Uh, uh, yeah, kids or um, anyone they know who's right into surfing um, to introduce them to Christian surfers because it's through um, it, it's surfers are, are, are closely related uh, so sort of, uh, relate closely to um, to nature and uh, and it's through nature that God's revealed and um, that's how I came to Christ so yeah just wanted to encourage those guys that are still out there doing it. What a great testimony, Josh! And uh, do you have a favorite surf break? Uh, yeah, but I can't share it. <laughs> Good on you, Josh. Okay, Good to hear your voice, mate. <laughs> I did say you could share your second favourite if there was a secret that you were keeping. Do you have a second favourite, Josh? I don't know if I could share that one either. Big <laughs> uh, <laughs> <trick> point. <laughs> Josh. Uh, yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> Josh, thanks uh, for joining us today on 2020. Really yeah. appreciate your input. Let's uh, hear right. from. We'll hear from Gary at Tambo Upper. Hello, Gary. Hi, hi, guys. Great. Let's uh, let's talk about uh, first of all. Wh- what's your uh, what's your input into our conversation today? 
Uh, well, yeah, I, I guess I'm uh, a Christian of six years, but surfing for 40. And um, I used to live on the Morning Peninsula and was blessed to have plenty and plenty of uh, waves down that way. And I've moved about three and a half ways down to Tambor which is near Lake, so I surf at the Bluff. Uh, the great thing about being here is, though, uh, I knew everyone back there, but here no one knows me. And uh, it's just so good to um, be out in creation and talking to people and spreading the gospel, and most surfers are quite, you know, uh, into, you know, receiving and listening, and um, it's just been wonderful. I have saved two guys down at the local back beach a couple of months ago, you know, once within a month of each other, and that was amazing that the Lord worked that way. Both times he had his hand completely in it. And um, it's just, yeah, so it segues that last call beautifully that uh, if we spread that same gospel that's never changed, uh, people, you know, can receive it and um, perhaps have it because I like to just say, like, you do you think that uh, this all just happened by accident or are we out in something that God created? And most surfers tend to, you know, say, oh, I reckon God must have created this because it couldn't have just happened. And we love it so much that it's like, well, how could this just happen? Don't you think he's made it so he's smiling down on us as we're, you know, playing in his creation? A beautiful conversation starter, isn't it? The fact it that is. you're out surfing in what are really beautiful waves. Yeah, or you can just say, what a glorious day. Praise the Lord. And just wait and see. If they look a little weird at you, maybe you might continue the conversation. <laughs> but if they yep. want to know more, they can ask more questions. And it's, um, I, I just know that even before I was a surfer, um, I'd be out surfing sometimes at night, and I used to call them, um, when there was amazing sunsets, I'd call them biblical sunsets. And I'd be out there talking to God because there was no one else out there. I'd say, is this all for me? Like, this is amazing. Like, someone else needs to be here to see this. Just the way God paints pictures every day in the sky that never look the same twice, and you can just see, you know, the majesty in the sky. Gary, are you a part of a Christian surfers group there at Tambo Upper? Well, I'm not because Tambo Upper is not exactly known for surfing because I'm 25 minutes or 20 minutes from Lake's entrance. Um, so no, but I, I, uh, I love the chaplaincy job. That sounds great. I wouldn't mind doing that, going around on the tour and um, doing chaplaincy. I, obviously, I'm involved with some things here that are non, you know. Um, they're all voluntary, whether it be teaching CRE or on the, the VCC ministry for uh, floods and fires, which we get a lot of here in Gippsland. But um, not involved in any particular club because I was always into it for the sheer pleasure of doing it. I, I wasn't in it for the competitiveness of, you know, person versus person. Um, I think, you know, a lot of the world and, and has gone into that and it's sort of hard, but I think you have so much more fun when it's you or you and a mate, or you and a mate and Jesus, that's even better when there's, you know, you and a mate and Jesus, and you can share it in that odd secret spot that you might have that not too many people know about. And uh, there's nothing better than, um, you know, I think that for me, unless I'm preaching and teaching Jesus, evangelizing, it's just, you know, such a beautiful place to get away from whatever might be going on in, in you know, perhaps another person's life where they can just go and totally um, enjoy his creation. That's great, Gary. Yeah, Steve, for someone like Gary, is there uh, there opportunities there to, to train for chaplaincy and become involved with Christian service? Yeah, absolutely. Mate, that's a great testimony. And uh, keep up the good work out in the water with sharing Jesus with people because that's, that's the heart and soul of being a Christian surfer is about. But, um, yeah, if you, if you look out on our website, christiansurfers.org.au, you'll see... Um, under the uh, ministries tab, you'll see uh, chaplaincy is one of those tabs, and you can have a look there, and it'll there's a, a video there about world tour chaplaincy, but also um, paths of training and different courses that are available and and ways that you can get involved. So.
Yeah. Great. Gary, and thank you so much for your input today here on 2020. Steve, a couple of issues to cover. We're running out of time. Uh, we mentioned women's surfing. It's been on the rise. You guys have just appointed a national women's coordinator. Um, oh, she's been with us for uh, quite a few years now, six or seven years now, um, which has been awesome. But, yeah, over the last 15 years or so, uh, prior to that, you'd be lucky to see girls out in the water. Um, but over that last period, it's been like the, the biggest um, area of growth in surfing is women's surfing. And you see that by the level of surfing at World Tour events, but also out in the water. Um, I was surfing just the other day, and out of the 20 guys in the water, eight of them were girls. So, you know, go back a few years and that wouldn't be the case. So uh, Jodine Watling is her name, and she's based in Cronulla, and she just helps to encourage the girls to get out there and um, and share the love of Christ with the other girls at the beach, and uh, she helps out at a few uh, have-a-go days and camps and different things like that as well, but really just to grow and disciple, encourage uh, Christian surfers, girls uh, around the country to, to be more effective. A biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. 2020 on Vision. Well, we're talking about surfing and Christian surfers and just tying a few loose ends together in the lead up to news now. Our guest, Steve Bailey from Christian Surfers Australia. Steve, when people go to your website, what are they likely to see? What sort of resources are there? Uh, obviously, there's a diary of events and things coming up. It really is worthwhile of visiting. One of the, one of the most recent ones that we've been able to do is uh, we've got a lot of very creative people in Christian Surfers and they've donated songs. Uh, for us to use as a bit of a fundraiser and that's been put together in a great album called Songs for the Sea. Uh, uh, one of our guys, Lucas Bartlett, has pulled all that together and um, it's a great, great album that you can um, buy on the website or it'll be available on iTunes on the 5th of April as well. So, um, yeah, I encourage you to get that. There's some great tunes uh, on there to... Uh, to listen to, so yeah. And uh, surf music with a Christian flavour, that's got to be something a little different. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, I suppose it's pretty hard to define surf <laughs> music, but um, yeah, no, there's some great, we have some great artists involved in Christian surfers, and um, yeah, this is such a great initiative by Lucas to pull all this together, and yeah, I love it. I and love listening of course, to it all the time. So. The website is www.christiansurfers.org.au, and you can get all the dates and the details, the upcoming events, the national gathering at Easter, and also make your order for that surf music CD, uh, Songs for the Sea. It's great. Thanks for joining us today, Steve. It's been excellent to talk to you. Thanks very much for having me. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts. Or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.